0: One of the most fruitful things a pastor can do in his quest to feed the flock of God happens before he ever utters the first word in a sermon. Join us today as we look into the law of anticipation, the number four element in the nine fundamentals of effective pastoral preaching. Welcome to the Better Sundays podcast, focused, practical, and usable advice for church leaders looking to reach new young families and impact their community. Well, howdy, howdy, howdy. Mike Holmes here at... ReachKeep.com at the Better Sundays Podcast. Good to have you here as we're talking about the pastor and his preaching. We're diving into the nine fundamentals of effective pastoral preaching, and today we're in number four. And the number four one is unique in a way. It's sort of like a spice that is added to a meal. It's sort of a secret ingredient. It's something that if it's not there, you don't miss it. But when it is there, you notice it. We're talking about the law of anticipation. Before we get into the Law of Anticipation, though, just a quick review. We've covered several things now. This one that we are getting into, and over the next four sessions, we're going to be dealing specifically with things that you will do as you are preparing your sermon. The things that we covered before had to do really with the preparation of the pastor as a a human and, and what he is. We dealt specifically with the pastor being among the people. Law number one was the idea of being among the people and you are with them and you understand them and you grab hold of them and they see you and they grab hold of of your character and what you are all about. The second one had to do with what we call the no like, and trust factor, and it really kind of boils down to that if the people trust you as a man, they're going to trust your message, and that is essential, and you can go back and, of course, listen to uh, any of these. The third one that we covered in our last session had to do with the pastor as a developer and kind of the long-term plan where the pastor is not only just the guy that makes the meal and prepares the, the sermon, the, the single meal. Meal, but he is a meal planner and dealing with the long-term nutrition and health of his uh, uh, his flock uh, of sheep there, uh, as we use that illustration. Today, though, we're getting into something that is very specific. And again, as I mentioned, the law of anticipation is one that when it is present, it is a wonderful, wonderful thing. Basically, the law states this, that when anticipation as it is at its highest, in other words, people are anxious to be to church and anxious to hear you sermon and ready to know, you know, what you're going to be talking about, that the whole idea of engagement and their, uh, uh, you know, action that comes from the sermon is also at its highest. And we want to make sure that we don't miss this element. Now, if you are new to this, we are going through these nine fundamentals, and we're just kind of touching on sort of the the why here. We don't have time to get into all the how, because a lot of the how really um, comes up to in your church and with you. And and that's why we offer this online training, our Zoom-based coaching. And uh, we will be making this available for everybody that's uh, here. If you're interested in knowing more about the coaching. Um, we have a place where you can sign up at the end and just stay tuned for that and I'll I'll give you that. But this is the idea here that we need to make sure that we have created a level of anticipation. When the percentage of people that kind of know what's coming up with the sermon and know where you're going, man, that is great. It keeps you sharp as well because you know that they know and you, you're ready to go. And, and it's also one of those things that really kind of makes the action and the the afterthought that comes with the every sermon and we'll cover that in a few more sessions from now sort of the the what to do with this sermon that is at its highest as well when you really start with anticipation it takes it all the way into action and so we want to really focus with this very first one because it is something that you don't even really speak of uh, in the sermon it is not uh, really uh, very much part of the actual sermon but it's something something that comes before the sermon. So I'll I'll give you a couple notes here. We'll put a few things on the screen here uh, for you note takers, and uh, we'll we'll give you something kind of to mull over a little bit. Uh, But the bottom line is, if this is helpful for you, we want you to get involved in our course and want you to sign up and and spend some more time where we'll spend time one-on-one with you, uh, helping you with with your particular needs in your sermon development, your sermon series development, and kind of where you're going with everything. Thing. One of the advantages to to this, or I I should say disadvantage, is that when you start to uh, do create the anticipation, people are kind of with you and you can't do that if you're like one of these late prep persons or like puts your sermon all together on a Saturday night or, you know, Sunday morning, God forbid, uh, you know, that type of thing. Um, You're going to miss out on some of this. So the advantage is, is when you become, and this becomes part of your routine, part of the, when you're prepping the sermon, it's like, like how am I going to create the anticipation? How am I going to show these benefits and, and you know explain this to the people? When you start to do that, you get a, a much more cohesive type of sermon. So let's uh, let's just jump into a couple of the elements here of the of what we call the law of anticipation. Uh, I'll keep this brief here. Uh, when you if you want to create anticipation, one of the first things that you got to have is this idea of appetite. Okay, it is sort of like creating an appetite for for, uh, you know, some particular food or whatever. Uh, My understanding is that the Hebrew women would would rub, uh, you know, like jelly and stuff on the kids of the mouths in their mouths so that it would kind of sort of get them used to start eating uh, different things. And you probably have done that when you had a little kid. It it probably wasn't like uh, jelly. It was probably Gerber or something, but you stick a little bit of, you know, uh, something in their mouth and they come and they start kind of getting it. That's the idea that we would create. Appetite. Blessed are those which do hunger and thirst. And it's, this is kind of like helping people to be hungry and helping people to be thirsty for the right thing. There's a natural amount of hunger and thirst in our world anyway. People hunger for entertainment and all sorts of different things. Uh, you know, they, they're looking for peace and a, a lot of things that are legitimate. But we want to get them to hunger and thirst for the right thing. So part of your sermon preparation is creating an appetite and letting people know that hey this would be healthy for you and I'm going to be covering this particular uh, particular topic. Uh, the next one here is this idea of, of tension and tension here kind of it reminds me like of a tightrope walk. If you're watching someone walk walk on a tightrope and they they got the little bar out there, it's kind of like ooh there's a level of tension and it's not just that. That they're walking on a, in a straight line there. It's that there is some kind of consequence. And one of the things that we need to bring out in our sermons is the consequence, kind of create this tension. If our children don't learn the word here, if you as a parent don't understand this, if you don't have faith, if you don't pray, there's going to be a problem. And now I am going to give you the Solution. So you kind of take that tension and you bring to it this idea that we talk about all the time here, every Sunday, solve a problem, and you solve that problem there uh, that was sort of created. It'd be like in your in your if you're uh, uh, showing a, a video of a tightrope walker, uh, you know, you would then pan the camera down and go, look, there's a safety net, okay, or look, he's got a, you know, safety thing hooked onto him, or look, he's only this far off the ground, all right, it, it would like, you suddenly would have the solving of the problem, and part of your sermon, part of all this, is that you create this tension, you put this out there, we're going to solve this problem, problem it's not going to be as bad as you think because yes we have a world that's in a mess okay but we have a god that has an answer come on sunday We're gonna solve that problem. So you solve or you alleviate uh, that tension, and we're gonna teach you how to. We're gonna teach you how to do all that. So uh, that that's kind of what we do in in our training here. Is go through and each of your sermons kind of help you create uh, that. Yesterday, spent some time with the pastor uh, talking about a sermon, kind of creating uh, you know some ideas, some tension points, and how we solving the problem. How then he could how the sermon then really uh, what the benefits of the sermon were. and that really gets us to the The last one here is, is this idea of the benefits. Many times we talk about our sermons like, don't forget to be there at 11 o'clock, I'm preaching. Okay, what are you preaching on? Preaching on the Bible, you know, (laughs) the word, you know, we're gonna talk about Jesus, we're gonna talk about the Lord, okay? But we, we need to show some of these benefits a little bit more. And when we show those benefits, when we start to have those out front, what it does is it starts to create that appetite, it starts to create that thing there. And when people are anxious to know what is going on and what they're going to learn, and they see that there's going to be some benefits, it is a very, very awesome, awesome thing. And so we're excited about this whole training and uh, all the different things we're going through. The next three that we're going to be covering are much more detailed about sermon preparation and some of the Pieces and the elements of your sermon, from the engagement and and illustrations and how to do some of those things. So, and the content, we're of course going to talk about how to present present the content. So, make sure you join us again. If this is helpful to you, uh, go ahead and give us a thumbs up or like us or share this or or like us on the the YouTube channel or you know uh, share it here. If you're watching this or listening to this uh, one of the podcasts, we appreciate that. Uh, appreciate that so much. So, anyway, this is the law of anticipation. If you'd like to know. More okay, here's a place where you can sign up reachkeep.com/slash preaching. And my my bottom line is here is let's preach better. We have a world that so desperately needs it. We have people in your community, in my community, just outside our walls here, that need the Lord, they need it and they need to hear good stuff. And a pastor, okay, preaches different than just a preacher or a guest speaker. You have a higher level of obligation. And so we want to take time to sharpen up the axe in specifically in regards to a pastor and his preaching. And so that's what uh, this training is all about. Uh, This will be coming up here soon. So kind of stay tuned or uh, make sure that you go to the pastor and his preaching uh, or this uh, reachkeep.com slash preaching. We'll get you on our wait list and we'll we'll be in touch with you uh, on how you can learn and grow and and get involved in some of our coaching. So thanks for being with us again. Thumbs up. We'd appreciate that if you share things or subscribe. Thank you so much for that. And God bless you for joining us here at the Better Sundays podcast at reachkeep.com.